This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to Candidly Keisha. Keisha Knight-Polium has grown up on TV, playing characters on shows like The Cosby Show to Tyler Perry's House of Pain. They know Rudy. They know Miranda. I've been in the business literally for 36 years. Keisha's an actress, philanthropist, foodie, and now hosts of her own podcast. This is an opportunity for you, my friends, my fans, to get to know me, just Keisha. This is Candidly Keisha. Welcome to Candidly Keisha. Okay, so I'm very, very excited, as you can tell. This show is a celebration of black girl magic because Atlanta, we did it. We have elected Keisha Lance Bottoms as our 60th mayor of Atlanta, Georgia. Yay! Yay! I'm so excited. I have on the phone right now a really good friend of mine, L'Oreal Broussard, and she has done a lot in the political arena and just in give back and behind the scenes from philanthropy, you name it. And the amazing thing about this is that, yes, you know, so many people collectively came, came, you know, and worked behind the scenes. And I know you know that from a political arena. I know you didn't work directly with this campaign, but back when there was this little senator by the name of Barack Obama <laughs> – who was yeah. running for president, you and your brother started this company to raise money called Barack the Vote. Yeah. So yeah. tell me about that. So, you know, it's, it's so interesting. I look back, and it was probably one of the hardest working times of my life. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't even, you know, and I did it, we did it for the love. You know, it wasn't really about business or making money at, at first. We, um, you know, started our company in 2007, and we just, we wanted, we heard, you know, then Senator Obama, not, I mean, obviously President speak, and my brother had heard him, and he was a poli-sci major, so he, he was very much in that world, and we just really, you know, you felt something, and it was the first time in a long time, or any time for us, that we felt something when hearing a politician speak. He gave us hope. He didn't seem like your normal, average politician, and um, then he was black, you know, which was amazing. And from that moment, you know, Brandon came to me with an idea, and it was just like, he's like, I have this idea for this T-shirt. And it was really just to raise awareness about who Barack Obama was. And it was just a play on the old Rock the Vote logo and using Barack, you know, Barack the Vote. And um, I was an art major at film and did design and all that costumes and TV and film. So, of course, naturally, he's like, can you design it? And, uh, you know, we mocked up a few designs, got our family and friends' opinions, and just really started with then, I mean, this was in 2007, 10 years ago, I think his savings was like $600. And, um, you know, and made some T-shirts. Like, we figured out everything on our own. And, I mean, this is before Zazzle and before e-commerce was even big and websites. And you had to, like, get web developers to help you. And, you know, so we did everything on our own. And it was all just to raise awareness of who this man was. I mean, when you have your mother asking and we still joke around with her, like at the end of 2007 or around that time, she's like, well, what if 
um, this is when Hillary was running against him, and this is before they had a nominee. She's like, well, what about Hillary shirts? Are you guys going to make those? <laughs> and, um, you know, for us, and it's, it, we look at every election now, and we look back, and it wasn't about, you know, it wasn't about the business. It was really about us really loving this candidate and wanting to back him, wanting to make more people aware of him. And, you know, his speeches, the way he was, everything about him was infectious. And obviously, like, you know, we were right. A lot of other people were right, and they saw that. So, you know, we went on and, and we, we did the website and T-shirts of different colors and all kinds of stuff and other gear um, in 2007 to eight, and went on to make, you know, from $600 to a million in, like, about nine months. Right. So it was pretty amazing because then we just got to travel the country and work with the campaign. Thankfully, you know, the schools we went to afforded us the opportunity to make relationships and friends that were working for yes, the and, 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 what is, Obama. and what is that school and, um, that you are a graduate of, Miss L'Oreal? Spelman College. Spelman College. L'Oreal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my brother's Howard alum. So yes, Howard. Howard. HBCUs <laughs> in the building, for sure. Yeah. Um, yes. You know, that's one of the magical things that I, I feel like a lot of people don't realize about HBCUs. We went to school together. And um, there's so many people who are doing so many amazing things in so many arenas that went to school with us. Um, you know, yeah. I'll have Gabby, well, Gabrielle, we have to give her full <laughs> government name, um, yes. who's definitely a part of the crew and who is so active here in Atlanta in, in politics and has been for yeah. years. Yes, Ella Boo, and has been <laughs> for years. She said, Auntie Gabby, yes. Um, and I just, I'm just so proud. How, how did you feel today waking up, learning, or if you stayed up last night? I know you're preggers, so that preggers, um, <laughs> just sleep is real. Cause I know oh, I, yeah. I stayed up as late as I could to, um, see the, the final tally and ended up falling asleep with this little one you hear in the background. But to wake up to the text of Keisha one, Keisha one, how did that feel? It was incredible. I mean, I, I got home late from volunteering for our, our, my current organization, and I immediately turned on the TV. You know, like, I need to know what the election results are. I've been on my phone, on mine, and I was following it. Like you said, like, of course, you know, as late as I could to see, honestly, like, I watched until, you know, they were, it was 50-50. I mean, or, you know, it was um, 100% of the precincts in, and I was like, oh, my God, she won. I think she won by only, like, 700 votes, you know. And I couldn't believe it. I mean, it was, I mean, in a good way. Like, I was just so proud because it's been, it's been real, you know, here in Atlanta. I mean, this, with the history of the city, you know, of the mayors we've had for 40-something years, you know, being black and just, you know, the change that it would have, it would have happened, you know, with, a, with um, Mary Norwood winning. And, you know, we don't know, but we, we know, you know. Right. And, um, and I don't, so that I don't. Was, and I, it was it was incredible to right. see that and to really like wake up and I you know I text Gabrielle who's been working on the campaign late last night like congratulations you know I saw you out there and I'm so excited you know for you guys and right. all the people I used to work with in the mayor's office so it was it's it's pretty amazing and the whole country you know has been watching this race so it's great to have seen Atlanta come out even though you know she only won by seven hundred and forty nine or something it's votes like close. that it's insane. And I'm so yeah. grateful, like yesterday, you know, I posted, well, not yesterday, well, now um, it was several days ago when the day before the election, I posted, um, you know, a video encouraging people to get out and vote for Keisha Lance Bottoms. 
And Mm -hmm. I'm so grateful that people really did do that push because a lot of people sit back. And even if you look at the numbers, it was under 100,000 people. It was like 92,000 who actually voted, which is such a small number compared to the people who actually reside here in Atlanta. Yeah. And And that's what's interesting, too, is I live in the city of Atlanta, but I just moved, you know, a little under a month ago. And I couldn't vote because I was still registered in the cab, even though I changed it to try to vote. Right. You know, so there, you have all of those people that are, you know, transient and then changing that might live on the outskirts. And it, and it's, it's, it is amazing to see that only under 100,000, I was very surprised at that number right. came out to vote. Yeah. And I was even more shocked. Well, actually, I'm not going to lie. I really wasn't shocked. But if you look at the breakdown and the demographic of how people voted, it's like a clear line. Like North of Atlanta, like North Atlanta versus South Atlanta. And it's crazy that in 2017, it's still so divided and so segregated. And I really pray that, you know, Keisha really ran on the platform of inclusion and the Mm -hmm. platform of, you know, pretty much experiencing this being an Atlanta of two different worlds and bridging those worlds together, bridging Bankhead to Buckhead. And I really pray that she's able to really help start that transition um, because it has to happen, Um, especially in this day and age with everything going on in the country and on a greater scale. I really pray that she's able to bring that connectivity and she's able to, uh uh-oh, we have, ooh, Tracy. Tracy, Tracy's in the studio helping me with, with Ella, and she did not put her phone on silent. <laughs> okay, so, so we're back, but I'm just, I really hope that that gap um, can be bridged, and it will really begin to, to kind of create that space of inclusion. What do you think, Ella? You have an opinion, I hear? she's like i do she's like yes i feel like this but 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 yeah inclusion is i mean it's it's so important and i think you know what's great is just getting a you know woman back in office and then in the mayor's seat for atlanta at this time it's you know literally at this moment in time yes so um you know with so much so much going on in the political realm entertainment you know with all the harassment the sexual assault even in the collegiate you know, a space as well. I think, um, you know, it's, it's empowering to see her as a black female, you know, an HBC grad and, um, you know, going on that platform of inclus- inclusivity, which, you know, is what we should be doing. And um, I think that she can make the change. I hope, you know, that this, you can, that we'll see it in the next couple of years. But right. I it mean, is it's funny that, that that line, it is Atlanta. I tell people all the time, you know, Atlanta it's like, you know, a black city, but it's still, it still is really diverse, <laughs> you know, because I like the places I go and where I live, I'm like, it is, it's really diverse. You just sometimes don't see it in, you know, the, the places that some people tend, you know, choose to go. Yeah. So I do hope that, um, you know, a lot of that changes with her being made mayor this uh, coming up here. It's so exciting. And I appreciate her in her speech saying, you know, this is black girl magic, white girl, black yeah. boy, brown boy, brown girl, like, and everyone in between, yeah. because it really, really is. Um, and also, this whole climate wasn't created overnight. And although I definitely hope that she can move us in the right direction, it's also nothing that's going to be rectified on, in four years. No, no. 
I mean, it takes, you see, I mean, just with the climate of the world and all of those, like, sexual assault and harassment claims that are, that are just coming up in the last year, you know, these are things that have been happening for, you know, decades. For like, these are hundreds of years. Yeah, yeah, the incidents that have happened 20 years ago, you know, that people are finally coming out, that women are finally, and men are coming out about because they feel empowered because somebody else said something, and, you know, and somebody listened to them and heard them and did something. Yeah. And so, you know, nothing is going to happen overnight. But, um, you know, like you said, it's the beginning of, a, of, a, of the start, you know, to change. So that's what's kind of exciting. And um, it's just it's just such a perfect storm of timing yeah. with her winning and everything. So I hope that, you know, we'll see the change sooner than later. But, yeah. So I we've talked about all this. And I want to also talk about some of the amazing, besides making a human, what amazing <laughs> things are you up to now? Well, now um, it's funny because. I said this, I think, to you before, and I think I said it to other people that I never thought that I would work in the nonprofit area, and everyone's like, why not? That seems so, like, you would, <laughs> obviously, from Block to Vote and everything, but um, now I'm the executive director for Women in Film and Television, um, the Atlanta, Atlanta chapter, um, you know, which is kind of, you know, goes along with what we're talking about, too, and just really improving the status and portrayal of women in film, TV, video and any other screen-based media, um, you know, so that it's, it's an exciting time for this organization because it's, it's a larger umbrella that's around the world. And so we have over 40 chapters and we're really seeing, you know, the LA chapters, the, I think one of the largest and we're the second oldest after them. And we just see, you know, all these chapters really doing stuff in the, in the space of um, helping women and starting, um, you know, help support lines, to help these women if they have issues that are in the industry, you know, just all kinds of things besides like providing professional development and the things that we normally do. Yeah. But um, it's, it's an amazing time and it's, it's, it's something I never thought I would be in this part of entertainment, uh-huh. but it's, um, it affords me the opportunity to do a lot of things that I'm good at and that I like. Well, I look, great. I definitely look forward to us finding some projects and opportunities and initiatives to collaborate on. Um, in the coming years. So I look forward to it for sure, for sure. But I just want to say thank you so much for calling in and your piece of black girl magic. Um, Thank you. Love you lots. And do you want to tell people where they can find you or where they can find out more about WIFTA? Cool. Um, Well, yes, thank you so much for having me on today. I would love to talk more anytime you need me. But um, they can find us at WIFTA at org to find more about the organization, what we do, what's coming up, all of that. On Twitter and Instagram, I'm at L'Oreal Brusa, which is almost my last name. I'm the only one, I think, but it's L-O-R-I-E-L-L-E-B-R-O-U-S-S-A. And then WIFTA is really easy. It's at WIFT Atlanta. So um, you'll find us, and it's simple. And uh, any questions, you know, reach out there, and I'll definitely get back to anybody there. Thank you, L'Oreal. Now, you guys stay tuned. You are welcome. Yay! We have more right here at Candidly Keisha coming up shortly. So, stay tuned. You're listening to Candidly Keisha. So, I just want to start with Honey Baby Naturals is absolutely the bee's knees. I have been using it on little Ella. Her curls are finally coming in. I'm so proud, my baby. But I absolutely love the product. I love the way it smells. And I love how 
it definitely, like I can feel the softness and the conditioning in her hair when I use it. And she lets me do it. Like when you have a 10-month-old, you'll just, that whole piece of it, when she cooperates with getting her hair washed, is amazing. But it was created in October 2015, and Honey Baby Naturals has created a lot of buzz in the multicultural and natural hair markets due to its hydrating and nourishing ingredients. Winning 2016 NaturallyCurly.com Editor's Choice Award for Best Shampoo, Best Conditioner, Best Kids Line, Best Emerging Brand, and 2017 Editor's Choice Award for Best Kids Line. I must say, It's pretty amazing. It was created by a former chemical engineer, and this mompreneur of three created Honey Baby Naturals, which is the first Latina-owned natural hair and skincare line in major retailers. Visit HoneyBabyNaturals.com for your bottle of Honey Baby Naturals, and visit the store locator for retailers near you. Welcome back to Candidly Keisha. It is Friday. For real, for real. <laughs> we had a little bit of a change in plans for the second half of the show. We're still talking about this black girl magic because, you know, you have a black girl here. Magic. And a little Elbow, who is under the weather. So you may hear her. Oh, mama. Yes, my little munchie isn't feeling well. And it is snowing in Atlanta. James. How snow- long do you have before the wife is like, you need to get your butt home? Uh, like now, it's like snowmageddon, <laughs> and uh, there is uh, no milk or bread to pick up to be seen. The bread and milk is gone. What I want to know is, what are you going to do? Like, make French toast for three days? That's the thing that always baffles me. Like, why bread and milk? Like, if it was me, I'd pick up some chicken wings. I would get, like, I'd get, like, a whole array to, like, do meals the whole time. Like, Keisha's kitchen would be on him. It's going to be on and pop in these next couple days. And the steak and the grill, because you know what, my grill still works. Um, yeah, you know we grill. I think that must be like a a brown people thing, like a black Mexican thing, because we believe that you can grill any time of year. You know what, my 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 grill actually gets dragged into the screened in porch. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing has stopped oh me. Oh my goodness. <laughs> See, we're gangsta. My mom or dad, that happens too, or just a good old umbrella. And you know, if it, if it gets smoky in the, in the screened-in porch, that's what fans are for. Oh, hilarious. <laughs> yes, I'm looking out the window right now, and these flakes are kind of large. Um, this was so not was planned for Candidly Keisha the second half, but the weather has taken a very different turn. And when you want to talk about candid, I don't think it gets more candid than this right here. What do you think, James? No, I mean, you know, I mean, that's the thing about the show. You were definitely transparent. And, uh, yeah, because uh, nobody's really getting anywhere uh, with the snow. And I don't know if it's sticking, but here in Atlanta, if anyone knows, it's all it takes is a little bit of snow and the town shuts down. Not only that, it, a little bit of rain and nobody knows how to drive. So... We're going to have to cut this Candidly Keisha short this week, unfortunately, so that we can get out of the studio and everyone can get home safely. So, James, you can get back to your kids and I can get my little munchkin nice and snug to see her first snow, even if it doesn't stick. But um, we will definitely be right back here next Friday, hopefully without snow. (laughs) And we will continue this conversation of just all the amazing things that are going on in the world. Um, You know, it's been such a turn in terms of women 
in speaking their voice and finding their power and it's just continuing and I'm just so, so excited. Again, another big congratulations to Keisha to Keisha Lance Bottoms for becoming the 60th mayor of Atlanta, Georgia. And quite frankly, for putting the name Keisha on the map worldwide. Like, I put a post up and I was like, Atlanta got a mayor named Keisha. And when I tell you, I think every other Keisha like was like, Keisha, yeah. So I know that's really random and silly, but hey, there's going to be a whole lot of babies named Keisha again. What can I say? <laughs> I'm not mad at it. Well, this is Candidly Keisha. Right, Elephant? Right, Elephant? And so we will be right back next Friday. Everyone get home, be safe, and just have an amazing weekend at home with your French toast, milk and bread, and your family. Do you want to say anything, Elephant? Ella said she's out of words for today. Well, we will be right back. Um, There it is. Candidly, Keisha, have a great weekend. (laughs) This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.